ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what I want to talk about is jobs. More specifically, how much does that job pay? Uh, I came to this because I was going through um, LinkedIn a couple of days ago. And it's it's weird how LinkedIn has kind of become like Facebook like, but that's another thing. <laughs> That's another story story for another day. But there was a article that was posted on LinkedIn um, and it dealt with about like when to tell a potential candidate if a job is, you know, put it put it out there that they're looking to hire um, when to tell a potential candidate, you know, how much the job pays. And that struck me because like I would think, you know, just me being silly, I would think that. If you're advertising for a job, you have an opening for a job that you would want the people who are potentially going to send resumes, the people who are potentially going to interview, you would like them to know, you know, what the job entailed and how much it paid, you know, obviously, because you don't want to waste your time and you obviously you don't want to waste their time either. However, in this particular article, they talked about how the candidate. I guess they had submitted a resume. They got past a couple of, you know, initial phone interviews or what have you. And so it's time for a face-to-face interview and possibly the last interview. And they never talk about salary. They're talking about everything else. And the candidate, you know, 20 minutes into the discussion asked, well, hey, how much does the job pay? I mean, I think (laughs) depending on your profession, that's a legitimate question. I mean, particularly if it's not posted, right? And so the hiring manager said, well, you know, it's kind of ill-mannered to ask about salary or, you know, this early in the process. And the candidate said, well, look, I'm not going to waste my time if you're not going to tell me how much this job pays. And they said that they weren't. And the candidate subsequently walked out. Okay, (laughs) And so the hiring manager, who happened to be the CEO of the small company, put out a, you know, less than flattering uh, article about it. And they put out this little passive, passive, aggressive post on LinkedIn about it. And that's how the story kind of took off from there, what have you. But honestly, they were wrong. Like you need to disclose or at least give people a ballpark as to what the job that they're applying for entails. Uh, The reason being is that at the time of this recording, the U.S., the, 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 the worker in the United States right now is probably in their best position that they've ever been in because there is an overly supply of demand for jobs. And they're just simply not enough people to fill them, or at least not enough qualified people who are applying to fill them. And I'm not just talking about going working at McDonald's or, you know, Burger King or, you know, uh, Wendy's or Applebee's. I mean, in all fields, there's a need for people. 
There's a need for teachers. There's a need for lawyers. There's a need for doctors. There's a need for working professionals. And the working man and working woman understand this, and they understand that for the first time, probably in a long time, they have some leverage. And it's only fitting that you disclose at least what this particular job is going to pay. Because here's the thing. There's no need for me to go to through, go through the process of interviewing for a job if it's not going to satisfy my salary requirements or demands. Now, everybody can't be like King Germ from the forecast. King Germs, he's got tons of money. <laughs> so wherever he interviews, it don't matter. But I'll say this. If you take a guy like King Germ, who has a lot of money and doesn't need the salary requirement, he's an exception to the rule. Person like myself, I need to know how much this job is going to pay. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not here to waste my time. And I don't think it's that hard to put out salary information. Um, and there's a couple of reasons behind that. One, if you don't put out salary information, the candidates that you're interviewing are going to think that you're lowballing. And that's the last thing that you want to happen, because here's the thing. And I can't speak to any other industries. All I can speak about is centralized corporate America. What is pretty common in corporate America is that they always tell you. Don't discuss your salary with anyone. <laughs> I mean, like I went years and years without, you know, like knowing what some coworkers were making. And that wasn't fair to me. And I mean, it, once I found out, I mean, we were making about the same. But, you know, if they were making a little more, I need to make a little more. Why, why are they getting paid? I mean, I'm just as qualified. And you don't ever want to feel like you're being lowball. Um, no worker, no matter the field, wants to feel like they're underpaid. Uh, it's one thing to be passed over for a promotion. It's another thing to be underpaid because every time that check hits your direct deposit, you're looking at it. You're like, man, I got to get more money. Like y'all, y'all are holding out on me. Y'all owe me. You know, I'm, I'm worth this. I'm worth 300,000 and you paying me a hundred thousand. I'm worth 500,000 and you're paying me a hundred thousand. You know, it, it's, I'm worth 50,000 and you're paying me 25,000, whatever the case is. Um, nobody wants to feel like they're being lowball. So if they, the thing that I've kind of surmised in my time and travels is that if they don't tell you how much the salary range is, then you can assume that the salary isn't competitive. And if it's not competitive, then it's probably not for you. Um, and that's what most people think. And ultimately, you don't want to, you know, just be running through hoops, basically, for a job, even if you don't have a job. Uh, another thing that's key is that time. You don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste their time. Um I have, I've always been told, like, if you get an interview, take an interview. 
Um, there have been times where I've interviewed for positions that I know that I wasn't going to take. Was I wasting their time? No, because I, I never feel I always feel like you can never be too sharp in your interviewing skills. You know, there may be a question or two that I you know get or what have you that are probably that may 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 make me think or it may stump me. Um, that's happened in the past, even in interviews with jobs where I knew I wasn't going to take the job. Um, that being said, at least I knew up front what the job was paying. So e- even in the event of I decided to take the job, I have an idea like, okay, I, I could work with this. But now, if it doesn't pay what you want it to pay, really, is there any reason to go on the interview? Again, you don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste their time either. Uh, the one thing that I can say, there's been an equalizer. And the equalizer, as far as how, as far as learning how much the job actually pays, and that's the internet. For the most part, you can go on different websites and get a salary range as to what you know a job entails and how much it pays. Um, I don't know, and sometimes it's based on location because obviously, if you live in New York City, you're gonna, you know, if I let's just say I don't know, let's say I'm a sanitation worker. I'm a sanitation worker in New York City. I'm probably going to make more money than I will if I was living in Orangeburg, South Carolina, right? <laughs> As a sanitation worker. I mean, because Orangeburg is a relatively small place compared to New York City. Um, and a lot of times, you know, if you really, really want to know, do a Google search. Employees will tell you, employees and former employees will anonymously post on Google how much they've made or how much positions you can actually make, Um, which is kind of which is always a good thing, I think, because even in those posts, when they tell you how much they make, they can they also tend to let you know their satisfaction or dissatisfaction with, you know, their wage scale. So I think that's important as well. Uh, some places, honestly, telling you how much the job actually pays is the law. Um, in Colorado, it's the law. They have to tell you. They have to disclose it. And I think later on this year, this calendar year, at the time of this recording, uh, New York City, you'll have to they'll have to disclose how much it is the job that they're posting, at least a salary range. Now, the range is is. It could be huge. It could be a big gap. If you say, hey, this job pays between 60000 and 80000 that's a nice little range. You, But as a candidate, I think you, what you have to figure out is if I fall on the lower end, 60, 65, is that okay? If I fall on the higher end, I'm good. I'm Gucci, right? But what's the likelihood of that? Because that's where your ne- negotiations come in. If you say, hey, I've been doing this job, I've been a sanitation worker for 25 years, I have great reputation, I do this, this, this and that. Then, yeah, you probably can negotiate to that 80,000 mark or maybe even longer. Excuse me, maybe even something bigger than that, bigger than that range if they really want you. If there's a bidding for your services. Um, I've been there before. I've been there before where you have companies kind of bidding for you. That's a great feeling too. I mean, you kind of feel like a free agent, you know what I mean? Like it's, 
you're, you're happy and it's like, okay, well, then we got this offer over here. We got this offer over there. Um, I had that happen once. That was, that was really, really dope. It was really dope. Um, and the job that ended up taking was, it actually worked out pretty cool. So I had no complaints. Um, but companies are going to have to tell you how much the job pays. Uh, I would implore each of you to do your research, do your Googles, ask questions. Um, idealistically, you want to find these things out before you interview. Um, because again, you don't want to waste your time. You want to make sure that you're in a qualified pool of candidates and you want to make sure that one, you can have some leverage because trust me, if they're offering you 60,000, they can pay you 60,000. Hell, who knows? Maybe they can pay you 100,000. You won't know unless you ask. So gather as much information as you can get when it comes to that. Being armed with that, you have some type of some level of um, power, if you will, uh, being able to negotiate the contract, but always know what the job is going to pay up front. A lot of times, you know, particularly in corporate America, I've dealt with recruiters. Recruiters know. They know up front. And sometimes in dealing with recruiters, you know, they might try to scheme a little bit off the top. You know, the job pays 80000 and they're telling you to pay 75000 oh, no, get Let me get everything that I'm getting. The job pays one forty, but they're telling you it pays one twenty. No, you're not going to cheat me because you can't take that money. That money is des- that that money should be coming to me. Um, and I'm not saying that all recruiters do that, but be very careful with recruiters because you just never know. Uh, the recruiter is much like, uh, particularly in corporate America, is like an agent in, in sports. They they work for you, so they don't get it and get paid unless you get hired. Simple as that. Um, but arm yourself with as much information as you can. Uh, I've made it kind of a rule now because of how things have been since COVID and because of the industry that I'm in. Uh, I'm not going to apply for a job that I can't see how much it is paying. Because um, I know my worth. I know what I am on this market. Uh, I know what I bring to the table. And that's just not being, that's not being arrogant or cocky. I'm just speaking to someone who's been in this industry for 20 years. So I know what I'm doing, right? And everything that I say and I do, I can back it up. And, you know, I, I'm pretty good at what I do, modest, modestly speaking. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, I, so I'm going to get my, my, my $10 an hour. I'm going to get my $10. Y'all ain't going to cheat. Y'all ain't going to be cheap and, and keep me from getting my $10 an hour job. <laughs> um, but yeah, I said all that to say this. Get as much information as you can. Uh, do not let anybody lowball you know your worth um, and, you know, go into it knowing that one, the job is yours and two, they're going to pay you every dime, not a penny less. That's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops each and every uh, I was going to say Friday, each and every Thursday at midnight. Uh, make sure that you subscribe because from time to time there will be bonus episodes that will drop on Sundays. Also remember that there's a YouTube channel. Check check it out and subscribe there as well. Uh, that's going to do it for me. I'm your boy 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.